This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Russ. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, we have our special guest with us, Francis Frangipan. And we're going to talk about uh, today... Uh, on this uh, broadcast about the shelter of the Most High, about the secrets of the secret place. Francis, thanks for being with us. Hey, it's good to be with you. I'm, I'm blessed and honored to be with you. So, Francis, you talk a lot about the shelter of the Most High. We read, of course, about that in Psalm 91. But what is, in your own words, the shelter of the Most High? You know, it's, that's the place of the Lord's presence in our life. You know, one of the things that uh, David said was, I was, and, and it's quoted again in the New Testament in the book of Acts, that he, he said, I was always beholding the Lord in my presence. We think, well, I'm, I'm beholding the Lord in his presence, and that's true, but we've got to find him in the secret place of our own heart. Where that place is is where we are. We put our our. our Prayers come from that, our, the sincerity of our quest for the Lord. And uh, in, a, in a sense, it's, um, you know, it's the accumulation of revelation, of knowing the ways of God, of, of obeying them, of repenting when we don't obey them. But it's cultivating from our side, it's cultivating that place where God speaks to us. And, and once we have God speaking to us and guiding us, um, you know, we're, we, we have a highway into his presence. And I really, I, boy, I like that, a highway into his presence. Now, are you talking about a literal place, like uh, a, a prayer closet, so to speak, in my home, or can this be anywhere I go? Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, um, you know, like for me, I, I have certain spiritual disciplines that I'm, I employ, and I and I'll go. I'll get the word, or sometimes I'll kneel before the I'll to put in my bed, and I'll hold, have a Bible, and I'll have my notes, and and uh, and I'm seeking the Lord. Um, so there's sometimes it's a physical beginning, but the goal is to go deeper. You know, deep calleth unto deep. There is there's something calling to us. You know, uh, to to reach in deeper. What? How great God is! It, it's going to take eternity for us to know Him in all the variety of ways He can manifest Himself in life and love and joy. It's going to take an eternity, and yet we're satisfied with like uh, you know we could have a buffet line of God, and we're we're taking little vitamin pill of God. You know, you know what I mean? It's like we're getting so little. Jesus said that the uh, uh, he spoke about the uh, no man straightway having tasted the old wine desires the new. He says the old is good enough, and and that idea that whatever it is we have is good enough, it's it's an un, it's unscriptural. Boy, I like that. And let me ask you this: 
why do you think that so many people uh, are satisfied with the vitamin pill, so to speak, like you talked about? Do they not know that the buffet is there? I mean, how how do you get from taking little crumbs uh, to going into the deep things of God? Well, I think if a person is faithful in reading the Word, he'll, he'll, he or she will hear the, the call of the Lord to go deeper. And, cool. and we want that. We were created to be His dwelling place. We were, you know, He's ours, but we're His. And, uh, and I think people, you know... Um, now, all of us are probably guilty of the same things at different times in our life, but sometimes we just get passive, you know. Jesus, yes. Jesus warned about the church in Laodicea that was um, in, in need of nothing, you know. They, and God is as real to us as our need of him is. And so if we're in need of nothing, we have limited ourselves to, to think that our beginning is really our end. We really have uh, so much of the Lord, so much of the grace of God, so many promises and gifts and, and, and things that we can enjoy with the Lord. Um, you know, that, that reality, though, of putting together, assembling the ways of God. I come into his presence with thanksgiving, or I, uh, if I've fallen, you know, I, I, I apply the blood of Jesus. If I'm uh, confused, I, I get before him and I read his word. And uh, whatever we go through, there is an, an an answer. There's an antidote. If it's a negative or a bad thing, there, there's an antidote for our human condition. And that antidote is is uh, the presence of God. And and we can do that. Jesus, you know, the disciples said, "Show us, you know, show us the way." And Jesus says, "You know the way." Then he went on to say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know the way. We, each one of us, know the way. If we died at this moment and found ourselves standing before the presence of God, if we had been neglecting the word and not worshiping and not praying and having no initiative from our side to, to love God and to love him with all our heart, if we've been just, you know, kind of uh, incubating in an, in an unopened shell and and not really breaking that shell until we can be in his presence. Uh, you know, if we died and went right before the face of God, we would know that we knew the way. We just didn't take it. Jesus said the way is narrow. And uh, the Amplified Bible says constricted with pressure. Wow. So there's there's sometimes there's, there's a, a, an enemy, you know, that we have to face and fight and overcome. I'm going to, I'm going to say something and, uh, it may not, you know, our listeners may disagree and we can still be friends, <laughs> but, um, but <clears throat> there was a serpent in paradise. Now I know we don't spend a lot of time talking about this, but there was a serpent, and it says something to me. For whatever else it might say to a million people, all with a different opinion of it, here's mine. We need the fight to overcome, to break into the realities of God. We need, we were born to be victorious. Yes. We were created to be in the image and likeness of God, male and female, 
we have a high call. And, uh, and that, and answering that, you know, people say, well, I started to seek the Lord and I, I, I fell and I just never could get back up. Well, you can get back up. That's you good. just do what I suggested earlier. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Begin to thank him that you still have time to get right with God. You know, be, be conscious that he is there. He's in your heart. Uh, let, me, let me just mention this, that when we talk about the secret place, when we talk about the secret place, where is that? Where is the secret place? It's for me, for many of us, you would, might agree with this. Where is the secret place? It's the place of our secrets. Mm, that's good. Place in, in a place inside of us where maybe our imperfections or our fears, things that we, we countenance and we tolerate, uh, but we don't tell anybody. We don't ask for help because we really don't want to quit doing it, whatever it is. But the secret place is the place of our secrets. The Father sees in secret, Jesus said. Uh, you know, David said, I was always beholding the Lord in my presence. There's to be transparent, to be, un, you know, without any deceit. And then again, you know, you start where you are. If you take one step a month, Take it, you know, it's, it'll lead, it'll take you somewhere that you are better than you, where you were. So, Francis, let me ask you this. If, if somebody is having difficulty drawing closer to God in the secret place, uh, is, is it sometimes undealt with things in their own life that's hindering them? In other words, their, their own secrets uh, uh, that they haven't dealt with? Maybe it's a past, maybe it's a unforgiveness, these things keep us from going deeper in the secret place, so correct? Yes, absolutely. What you just said is exactly what we're talking about. In, just in, to excavate our heart. Ex God, excavate my heart. Oh, I like that. Uproot. Jesus said, "Every you know, uh, everything that my Father hath not planted shall be uprooted. Well, uproot this. Uproot selfishness. Mm. Uproot pride. You know, and, and to... And, to not look at ourselves as just simply a saved Christian, but to look at ourselves as disciples of Jesus Christ, who he, he is coming to our life not just to uh, uh, save us, but to change us and to reshape our inner man so that we and God are comfortable with each other. Wow. Okay, so you we were talking about passivity and you have a statement that to emerge basically from passivity to victorious living in this day, in this hour, we have to climb into the reality given to us by God in Psalm 91. What does that mean? Well, it, it means that we, we need to overcome our passivity. Paul talked about the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, and that as many as were uh, perfect or mature— uh, they had the same attitude that they were laying hold of that for which also they were laid hold of by Christ Jesus. We we just need to understand what it is to be a Christian, what is available. He's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. And so we need to believe it. We need to receive it. We need to step up. And let me just also uh, mention that 
in describing the end of the age, one of the things Jesus spoke about and warned about was that in the parable, the five wise and the five foolish virgins, you know, they all fell asleep. Right. That slumber, okay, that floating, disconnected, uh, no clear direction, that sleepiness, spiritual sleepiness. You know, sometimes people, when they, they begin to seek the Lord and they, they want to get on track, um, you know, uh, they get to a point where they're tired of trying. But it's, it, we need to be like the woman in the Song of Solomon, you know, who on my night, I mean, on my bed, night after night, I sought him. I sought him whom my soul loved. Yes. I sought him. I went to the, I went to the, uh, the watchman. Have you seen him? Have you seen him whom my soul loves? And, uh, you know, and so she finds him after this. First of all, she gets up in the middle of the night. She's walking the streets. This is a fear. She's overcoming her fear. She's overcoming her, her unbelief. She's, she's uh, in search of the one that is going to complete her. And, and she's not being dissuaded by circumstances or people who are sitting on the left or on the right on the side of the road and going nowhere. She is passionate. She's like Mary when she was in the tomb weeping and Jesus came to her. Uh, I love that, that story. Mm-hmm. She says, when she realizes, when Jesus says, Mary, and she knows, she knows his voice, and she hears his voice, and she, she the next thing is, he, the next verse says, stop clinging to me. Right. <laughs> it's almost like it's so fast, so passionate, so intense, and, and she's holding him, and she won't let him go, and it's so amazing to me that, she, that Jesus interrupted his ascension. He said, do not let me go. You know, I mean, he said, let me go. I, uh, you know, for I've not yet ascended to my father. He, he does this off ramp thing and <laughs> he's there. The, the love that he, that she had, he was drawn to it and he was, um, given to that, uh, to touch her just to say, I'm coming back, you know? Wow. Oh, this is good. And one of one of the things that intrigues me the most, and when we uh, were working on your program, you, you talk about the place of immunity. And, and I love that because you really, even in the, your writings and in the CDs, you talk about that place of immunity where we're protected and covered and in the stronghold of God. And talk about that. What does that mean, that place of immunity? Well, it means that, you know, when... Um when an ambassador or a, uh, a diplomat representing another country comes into uh, the place where he's going to serve, he, he has diplomatic immunity because he's not from our country. He's not from that country that he's, he's going to work and serve in. He has diplomatic immunity. Jesus said, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall injure you. That's, that's, if you will, the diplomatic immunity. Only we're not so diplomatic with the devil, you know. <laughs> but and if you are, if you're listening and you are, stop it. Yes. You don't have to be diplomatic. But at the same time, we don't have to be foolish. We have to have that sense of of authority. That sense of we're not going to give the devil a black eye. I mean, we have more things to do. Our job is to convey to the world, to those around us 
the express purpose of the king. We're ambassadors of the king. And he gives us authority. He gives us protection. He gives us uh, forgiveness. He has a hotline to us. We're able to uh, communicate his will, uh, his purpose, what will happen if people, you know, uh, disobey. Uh, so we can have that, that uh, presence of the Lord. But it's, it's important that we excavate from our hearts the boundaries, the things that are holding us back. Lord, uproot it. Get it out. God, I want to be completely free for you. Boy, I like that, and I, and I feel that. And and in your book, The Shelter of the Most High, just it, it gives this incredible um, interpretation of what God's intention is for us living in that presence, living in that secret place, the place of immunity. And then you uh, did a CD set for us called Secrets of the Secret Place, and uh, just wonderful teaching uh, in there about how God wants to reveal, like Francis was already saying, himself in the deepest place of our heart. So Francis, talk about a little bit about this book that you wrote, The Shelter of the Most High. Well, um, my name back when uh, the book first came out triggered um, a lot of warfare. A guy got saved, came to Christ out in California. He was the, he had like a 20 some thousand people on his mailing list. Most of them were witches and warlocks and wow. what have you. And uh, and so he, he became a Christian. He's telling them they ought to give their life to the Lord. And uh, and they're coming against him. And, he, and he's not only telling him they telling them they should give their his life their life to the Lord. He's saying he gives them a Bible and he's giving them the place of, you know, the shelter of the most high. I didn't, I told him, I don't even need this kind of advertisement, you know. <laughs> uh, but one of the people in this experience that, um, of all my name becoming uh, familiar in the realm of uh, the occult as a something somebody people ought to go uh, come against in their in their culture or their world. Um, I, I, uh, I thought I began to think about this and pray about it. Why is it if all these people are trying to put curses on me and I don't know it, I can't. I can't say, "Oh, wow, I was just hit with a curse." I realized that I had developed, or the Lord had developed in me a, a system of thinking and submission to Him uh, that was a place of immunity. It was a place of shelter, a place of protection, a place where I could go in and be renewed and uh, get my weapons sharpened and uh, I could go back out. I could I could look and on the left and on the right, I've got goodness. I got that mercy following me all the days of my life. Um, so I realized that I had something that people shouldn't know about that for their sakes, they should know about where they could uh, find that place of his presence, live in that place of his presence, be slow to speak and slow to react and quick to listen to the Lord and get his will, get his word, learn how to be washed in the blood and familiar with 
um, the word. But once we did that, so uh, that became a place, literally a place of immunity. Uh, sometimes it's just as simple as trust, you know, just yes. saying, Lord, I trust you. Yes. Trust you. So, uh, so you at home, you got to get this book, The Shelter of the Most High, a power-packed, in-depth study of God's presence and, and just all the things that belong to you, living in that place of immunity in his brand-new exclusive three-CD set, Secrets of the Secret Place. When we come back, we're going to have Francis talk about how his angels are sent to protect us and the, the, the things that can be found in the power of covenant. We'll be right back. As trouble escalates in the world, we are all looking for a place of immunity and protection. Did you know that in the midst of all our uncertainties and fears, there is an available shelter from God to shield you? Once you've found this place, nothing you encounter can defeat you. Wherever you are, you can remain in the stronghold of God. Now, Francis Frangipane wants to share the keys he has been given to help you enter the secret place of the Most High God. That place where he sets us free is called the shelter of the Most High. Get ready for something that has no equal on the face of the earth. Call now and get Francis Frangipane's profound book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the Secret Place, plus this Psalm 91 Prayer of Protection bookmark. This is an exclusive offer for our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9538. Through Francis Frangipane's powerful book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the the secret place. You will learn how to enter into the secret place of the Most High, which will become your spiritual fortress that will shelter you from the attacks and onslaught of the devil. Activate angelic protection. Find how easy your prayers will be answered and how to access God in a way never thought possible before. Position yourself to receive an outpouring of God's glory. Remove obstacles from getting your prayers answered. Begin to walk in God's blessings and promises for your life every day. On each audio CD, Francis prays these prayers over you. Prayer for healing of hearts. Prayer for breakthrough. Prayer for God to bring forth His glory and prepare your heart to receive His blessings. Prayer for lies to be broken so you can begin to walk in God's promises every day. You know, Jesus called us to pray the prayer, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want to walk the narrow path, but the narrow path opens into a broad way of grace and truth and power and redemption and life and love and what God has created us to have today, right here, right now. And we learn how to enter that secret place of the Most High. You will also receive this special bonus, the secret place of the Most High, Psalm 91 bookmark. You can read God's promises of divine protection for you every day. What I love about the exclusive brand new three CD series, Secrets of the Secret Place, is it's a how-to. So many times we're told you should do something, but we're never told how to, to understand how to live in the secret place, to understand how to have intimacy with God, to understand 
how to capture the presence of God 24-7. Call now and get Francis Frangipane's profound book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the Secret Place, plus this Psalm 91 Prayer of Protection bookmark. This is an exclusive offer, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9538. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 2 Please specify offer number 9538 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We're back with Francis Frangipan, and I love talking about the presence of God and that place of immunity where it's devil's hands off. You can't come into this place that God has put me in that shelter. I just, and then, and then, you know, I've never heard anybody say that before, excavating the places in our heart that need to be dealt with so we can develop a deeper, more intimate walk with God. I just love where this is going. And and part of Psalm 91, Francis, is he sends his angels to have charge over us, or different versions say different things. And talk about that place of protection with God's angels. Yeah, and um, part of that that place of protection is the uh, knowing the Word of God, what the promises of God uh, have for us. And one of the promises specifically says he gives, he makes his ministers a flame of fire and his angels are winds, winds that, that uh, take what the messenger has got and, the, and they spread it. The wind comes and it spreads that fire. And, um, and you know, for me, there's been a number of times um, where probably, you know, life-threatening situations, you know, uh, were in front of me. I had one time I was driving, we were in Northern California, and um, and there was uh, the truck I was driving had, it was one of those that had the motor in between the two front seats, you know, you kind of lift it up. The car was overheating, it was steamed, and it was the pressure from the uh, uh, this radiator that was right between us in the front seat, the person got out, brought some water to put into the motor, and I undid the radiator cap, and all of a sudden it just exploded. Mm. Pressurized water is hotter than boiling, and all this steaming hot boiling water just covered me, and I opened the door as quick as I could, and I got on the pavement, and I wasn't wet. I didn't have a drop of water on me anywhere. Wow. There was no steam. There was no pain. There was no hurt. I had uh, one one time um, we were in California, and this was not exactly uh, an angel, but it, it, was, it was amazing uh, sensitivity that my wife had. I woke up. In the middle of the night, if you remember, if this ever happened to you, where there's a demonic presence that'll come in the middle of the night, sometimes sure. right around three o'clock in the morning. Sure. And and there are assignments from hell for you. And I woke up, and this, standing at the foot of my bed was this demonic creature, and I was paralyzed. My my ability to to say anything or do anything to deliver myself was was just out the window. I couldn't say anything. I, but my wife laying next to me, all of a sudden, she wakes up 
she looks at these two spirits that were at the, or this one spirit that was at the foot of the bed, big thing, dark thing, and she says, in Jesus' name, I command you to leave. And she just fell right back to sleep like this is what <laughs> she does in the middle of the night. <laughs> but we have authority over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall injure us. And, Amen. and that's what uh, I'm basing, you know, my... I, I, when the disciples came back, they were like rejoicing that he had given them power and authority over the enemy. I think we need to not be, you know, miserable and allow our hearts to stay in the dark and in the miserable. I think it's time to cancel our plans to be miserable and put on the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. I like that. That's that's good teaching right there. And in fact, you talked about how even what you're saying right there about being protected through his word. So you, you quote a lot of scriptures. I would imagine that you, you find great protection in just the word of God. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, often when I study the word, I, I read the Bible through each year and I read, um, I read the, uh, uh, a different translation because there's different nuances and the different angle, uh, the truth, but I, 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 when I'm kneeling before the Lord, or I'm studying the Word, and I'm focused in on that, all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will take whatever I'm reading, and it becomes alive, and it's, and it takes me to another verse, and it takes me back to a first verse, and and there's the the Word of God, you know, the that the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. If if people aren't using the Word then they're vulnerable, and and we need to be, uh, you know, we need to be positioned with the authority of Christ, the sword of the Spirit, to not go into battle just covered up and protecting ourselves defensively, but we need to take the battle to the enemy. And, um, and I don't mean, again, I, I don't mean acting foolish. I don't mean like cursing the devil. I don't mean any of that. I mean wisely, by wisdom. Uh, you know, the house is built by wisdom. Uh, you know, we have authority over all the power of the enemy. And so, as, but the armies in heaven, they follow Christ. So we need to be followers of Christ. And, and as a matter of fact, the scripture says in James and uh, Peter that submit to God and resist the devil. Now, sometimes people try and resist the devil without submitting to God. That's good. If, you know, and, and you bind, you bind, you bind, you bind, and but you're, it's the Word of God, and God, our submitting our hearts to God, uh, Lord, uh, forgive me, because oftentimes there's, a, there's an interesting verse, and again, the Amplified in, the, in, the, in Proverbs, it says, spirits or set, uh, specters haunt the scene of past transgressions. Hmm. And if we could see this, this is kind of like the landscape of the battle. The enemy comes against us and he, he seeks to exploit the areas of darkness, the unrepented areas of darkness. So when I'm submitting to God, when I submit to God in the context of warfare, I'm not just generally submitting you know, to God in every area, but not really 
naming anything. I submit the area that's under attack to God. In other words, if somebody is struggling with fears, um, you know, we can say, well, Lord, I submit to you. But the power of it all comes when we say, Lord, I submit my fear to you. Oh, that's I good. I ask you to forgive me. I ask that you wash me, that you uh, uh, create in me uh, a, a, the, a purity, a level of purity that just repels, even in itself, the attack of the enemy. And let's talk about that for a minute, because you... Uh, it's one of the things you write about often, and in, in you you and your book talk about greater purity, greater protection. Uh, talk about what that means to us. Well, you know, like I said earlier, I mentioned earlier about how there was a serpent in paradise, and the areas where the enemy comes, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to... Uh, be honest, uh, I believe it's Matthew 5 where uh, Jesus says it's the pure in heart that see God. And of course, we know the verse, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And Francis, I'm sure you would agree as you've been in ministry for so many years that there's the holiness and the uh, it, people want the presence and, and are struggling with the holiness part and, and the purity part. And I know from my own life, the more that I, I love your word excavating, the more that I excavate, the more that I uproot there's such a closeness that comes between the me in, in the in the Lord, me and the Father that I didn't have before, and 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 so uh, you know this this whole thing about 
you know, uh, you know what sin is, what is, what is sin, and what isn't, and 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 people get hung up on that, and it's like Jesus isn't even there. It's like just live pure. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it says in Psalms, I uh, think twenty four, "Who may ascend the hill of the Lord, and who can stand in His holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who's not lifted his soul to falsehood, nor sworn deceitfully." That that's a process. You know, we're yes. we're going mountain climbing, all right. And there's there's things to overcome on different levels. Uh, I want to ascend into that place of the Lord's presence, and I think your listeners, those that are uh, familiar with the Sid's ministry and this ministry, that they know that there are some people that are serious about possessing the Lord's presence, and that we can we can walk. You know, let me just back up. You know. When we talk about um, holiness, first, for some reason, people think when they say God is holy, it's a way of saying God is mad. Right. Have you? you, Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, but God is holy. But God is holy. Um, I think holiness is the sum of God's perfections. If you put his love, his compassion, his purity, his wisdom, his power, his mind, his heart, all of those things that God is, is there's nothing like what God is. And it sets him apart. There's, there's no competition with, to, to, you know, it's, it's, we're in a place where that fullness of God can begin to come through us. They, again, the Amplified Bible talks about it in Ephesians 3, and he says uh, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and you being rooted and grounded in love may know with all the saints what is the height and the depth, the width and the breadth of the love of God. And then it says that you may be a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Yes. Wow. Yes, that's good. That's that's the map I'm trying to follow, (laughs) you know. That's where I want to be. I want my thoughts, my heart, my hands, my words, my attitude. I want the flow of that, that river of life that brings healing. I want people to look at me and say, I could tell he's just been with God. Mm. Like when Moses came out, out of the secret place, out of the tent of meeting. I mean, he came out, his face shone with the glory of God. What we need, we need to up the anchorage. We need to increase the wattage of the presence of God so that the glory can be restored to the church. But it comes in that secret place. And when Jesus says, you know, you know, you know the way, uh, we do know the way, you know. It's like for me, I when I get to seeking God and I'm I'm there, I'm pursuing the Lord. I have I, I'm not a good guitar player. I play the guitar. Emphasis on play. <laughs> uh, anybody that knows how to play the guitar would say Francis does not know how to play, but they would like me anyway. Um, but here's. I get, I know the way. I just have to pick up my guitar and I begin, 
you know, just to strum and play simple, and I'm in the presence of God. I, mm. It's just, we know the way. For each of us, it's, it's a secret place. There may be something that you have cultivated in your own home or, or uh, at some other facility. You, you have that access so that Jesus could say to his disciples, you know the way, I am the way. But where, where we turn and we're looking to God and we're saying, Lord, I want you. I, I want to walk with you. I want to be with you. I want you to show me uh, your secrets, Lord. I want to hear your heart. I want you, oh God. And, and uh, you know, there's going to be battle. There's going to be fight. There's going to be things we need to repent of. The whole message is not the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's repent. The kingdom of heaven right. is at hand. And and repentance is not, you're not being punished. I'm not being punished by, if God loved me before I repented, how much more as I'm seeking to be free of darkness? You know, he's, he's coaxing us and urging us and saying, come on, do what you can do. Nobody, it's like people say, well, I you know, the whole, the, the revival verse, I, you know, my, my people, they humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil way. I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. So he says, if my people humble themselves and, you know, um, sometimes people pray, Lord, if you want me to be humble, um, you're going to have to do it. Lord, humble me. I just want to say to your listeners, never pray that prayer, because <laughs> God does exceeding abundantly oh boy. all <laughs> that we ask or think. So, um, you know, you may say, Lord, help me, show me, you know, uh, help get to my heart, Lord, where I'm, but I humble myself, and actually doing that, actually, God, forgive me, God, help me. And it's a good thing. It's a healing thing. You, yes. you know, it's an awesome thing. You're you're on the path to life when you're uh, fulfilling the requirements of Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Now, for those of you who are listening at home, I know that you can feel the presence of the Lord. I, we certainly do here in the studio, and and uh, it uh, it all boils down to uh, getting your heart that soil of your heart right, so you can experience more and more of God and. And in his book, The Shelter of the Most High, in his brand new uh, CD series, Secrets of the Secret Place, uh, Francis Frangipan really lays this out so you can have a a roadmap, so to speak, using Psalm 91 and the place of immunity. And he really helps jumpstart you into that path that he's talking about, your path to the secret place, to experiencing the presence of God, to enjoying the fellowship that is found in spending time with the Lord. And, and you got to get a hold of this uh, as soon as you can. And when we come back, we're going to talk about with Francis the glory and harvest that's coming very soon. We'll be right back. As trouble escalates in the world, we are all looking for a place of immunity and protection. Did you know that in the midst of all our uncertainties and fears, there is an available shelter from God to shield you? Once you've found this place, nothing you encounter can defeat you. Wherever you are, you can remain in the stronghold of God. Now, Francis Frangipane wants to share the keys he has been given to help you enter the secret place of the Most High God. That place where he sets us free is called the shelter of the Most High. Get ready for something that has no equal 
on the face of the earth. Call now and get Francis Frangipane's profound book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the Secret Place, plus this Psalm 91 Prayer of Protection bookmark. This is an exclusive offer for our rich supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9538. Through Francis Frangipane's powerful book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the secret place. You will learn how to enter into the secret place of the Most High, which will become your spiritual fortress that will shelter you from the attacks and onslaught of the devil. Activate angelic protection. Find how easy your prayers will be answered and how to access God in a way never thought possible before. Position yourself to receive an outpouring of God's glory. Remove obstacles from getting your prayers answered. Begin to walk in God's blessings and promises for your life every day. On each audio CD, Francis prays these prayers over you. Prayer for healing of hearts. Prayer for breakthrough. Prayer for God to bring forth His glory and prepare your heart to receive His blessings. Prayer for lies to be broken so you can begin to walk in God's promises every day. You know, Jesus called us to pray the prayer, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we want to walk the narrow path, but the narrow path opens into a broad way of grace and truth and power and redemption and life and love and what God has created us to have today, right here, right now. And we learn how to enter that secret place of the Most High. You will also receive this special bonus, the secret place of the Most High, Psalm 91 bookmark. You can read God's promises of divine protection for you every day. What I love about the exclusive brand new three CD series, Secrets of the Secret Place, is it's a how-to. So many times we're told you should do something, but we're never told how to, to understand how to live in the secret place, to understand how to have intimacy with God, to understand how to capture the presence of God 24-7. Call now and get Francis Frangipane's profound book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his anointed three-part audio CD teaching, Secrets of the Secret Place, plus this Psalm 91 Prayer of Protection bookmark. This is an exclusive offer, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9538. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9538 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. We're back with Francis Frangipan, and I'm telling you, you can feel the presence of God. It is uh, really enjoyable uh, to feel His presence as you, you know, when you talk about this kind of thing, you talk about the shelter of the Most High, the secret place of God, you're, it's not going to take long and you're going to feel His presence uh, because he's, he's so good and so wonderful. And, and Francis, I just want to ask you real briefly, you talk about the strategy against the accuser. What does that mean? Well, um, first of all, you know, that's the accuser uh, of the brethren is mentioned in uh, chapter 12 of the book of Revelation. And the word devil means slanderer, but the, that's a kind of the short version. The longer version is one who puts himself or something between two in order to divide them. Mm. So that, that 
that's the plan of the enemy, whether it's in, in the home, between you and your wife, and between your, your the parents and children, between church and, other, and another church, um, you know, between races. All the divisions we see in the world today are the, the work of the accuser of the brethren. Right from the Garden of Eden, Satan said, has not God said from all the trees you can eat, but not from this one? He's already subtly seducing Eve and then uh, uh, Adam. He's seducing their thoughts. He's getting them on their, his side, and he's dividing them from the Lord. That, that division, whether it's in your home, with your we need to, we need to submit to uh, the heart of God. And instead of praying against one another, we need to pray for one another. Instead of finding fault and just being critical and just, um, you know, carrying issues from the past into the into present relationships, we need to talk to people. And uh, but we need to really cast down the accuser, that uh, accusing voice, even in even in uh, the littlest things. Like I, um, the enemy will always try and. He wants to kill your dream while it's still small. Mm. He wants to kill that dream because it's the future you. If he can get you to be discouraged and to and to quit, and um, I remember uh, years ago I was um, it was kind of funny actually, but I was uh, part of a group, a church group, and we were traveling to a Christian college in California and. And on our way there, this was the first time I had ever gone anywhere with the three other guys. But on on my way there, they turned the one of them turned and said to me, "You know, you are doing the teaching. You know, we're just going to support you." I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I thought, wait, wait, what? We're gonna you? I'm gonna do the teaching? I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. But they said, "Oh, you'll do fine." You'd be okay, but I was nervous, and I was sweating it, and I was anxious, and I was anxiously looking about me, and we're driving down the highway, and I prayed this prayer. I said, Lord, God, you've got to let me know I can do this. God, have mercy and and help me to know that I'm going to be able to, that I can do what you're putting in front of me. As I said that, I happened to look out the window. I was in the back seat behind the driver, and I looked out the window, and there on the other side of the highway was a hotel, and the name of the hotel was called the Franciscan Hotel. <laughs> and when I looked at it, and and the way they made the name Franciscan, they put too much space in between the S and the C. And so that I'm saying, Lord, give me a sign. Tell me I can. I look out the window. It says Francis can. Nice. I like that. And and and, and so the accuser wants to crunch us and stop us from from becoming what God's called us to be. And the the quest that we have, in and in, in overcoming the quest that we have is. Uh, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. So we, we make mistakes. We fail. We fall short. Uh, but the blood frees us. 
the blood saves us. The, the covenant blood continues to give us access to God. We overcome. When the accuser comes to accuse, we're submitting to God, and we are being set free and protected by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we need to share our testimony with people, but it's a little even more than that. It's the testimony of the word yes. that we confront the enemy with. And then they did not love their own lives, even unto death. And that reality of not carrying the cross has got to go. We got to be disciples of the cross. And so that's how they overcome. You know, they overcome the enemy. Now, we talk, you talk about uh, being clothed in his glory. Of course, the Bible talks about that, uh, you know, the way it's written. Uh, what does that mean to you for us today, being clothed in his glory? Well, um, when, when I was first saved, I began reading the Bible and uh, just going from front to back, just kind of each day, taking some time and, in, and each night reading a little at the, in the night. Well, I, I had read uh, this particular night. I read Isaiah 59, and I read it and closed it, and um, and that was and that was that. But uh, a little later, I read. Uh, I turned. Well, what happens during the night? I had this experience this encounter with the Lord. I was standing in, a, in this vision. I was standing with uh, people that had been baptized in the glory of God. I felt the light, the radiance, the power coming off my hands and, and off of our faces. There was this glory was pulsing. It was radiant, and you could feel it surging. We were a smaller group. And we were standing outside of a city, and the city was shrouded with darkness. It was terrible darkness, a darkness you could touch. And, uh, but as we, as people were coming out of the darkness, I mean, it was desolate, it was terrible, it was hopeless, but God began to move, and he began to heal people, and he began to move on, on people's hearts. And they were getting saved. Well, I, I woke with this vision in my mind, and I, uh, I was stirred by it, and I picked up my Bible, and instead of rereading Isaiah 59, I turned the page, and I read Isaiah 60. Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Darkness covers the earth, and a deep darkness the people, but the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. So this is just what I saw in that vision at night. I saw this baptism of glory and, and felt it, and I was in, uh, just stirred, you know, by it. But I hadn't talked to my wife yet. I hadn't explained what was going on inside me. But I was in this kind of bubble with God. I took, I took, uh, I went forward and continued with my, my study. And now I'm reading Matthew 14 in the, in the New Testament, and, and the disciples come to Jesus, and they say, the time has already passed. This place is desolate. Send the multitudes away. Jesus said, they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. They said, we have just five loaves and two fish. You know the story. Everybody knows it. Five loaves and two fish in Jesus' hands. He broke it and blessed it, and he fed the multitudes. 
So now I, I, I'm, I'm excited for a lot of reasons. The vision, the Isaiah 60, and, and, I, uh, and I'm, 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 now I'm reading Matthew 14, and the thing that grabs me about him feeding the multitudes, the thing that hits me is that he's, uh, my last name, Fran Japan, uh, means to break bread. And so uh, all my life I've had people mispronounce my name. I've heard everything from finger paint to frying <laughs> to be completely standard. But now uh, I can't I can't stop. I, I'm like this I gotta share this with my wife. And so I tell her the vision, I tell her Isaiah sixty, I tell her and look, you're gonna be part of this because to break bread, Frangipan means to break bread. And, and, and then she said, wait, it's not all about you. <laughs> and, she, and she said, my, my, her, my maiden name, her maiden name, she said, was, is Piscatelli. And she didn't, I didn't, we didn't have any conversation about this at all, ever. But Piscatelli means little fishes. Ah. So, so now... We're like practicing for the rapture. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're, it's like all of a sudden that God gives us a vision, gives us a spirit, gives us a word to confirm what the spirit is just given. And, and now the disciples have been saying the place is desolate. Send the multitudes away. And Jesus said they don't need to go away. Something is coming. We're going to be equipped and, it, and we're being equipped and we're being flooded with the presence of God. This is the greatest day we're going to have. And the Lord sealed it into our very names, this end-time mission. When people are saying the time is already passed and they're saying the place is desolate, he says they don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. Boy, that's good. And in fact, uh, I just want to touch one more thing here before we have you pray, Francis. You talk about the the last outpouring being the baptism of love. What is that about? Well, I think we look at at the Lord and we think, well, he's there to save us and he's there to love us and he's there to heal us. And, and we just kind of skip through life. But the last... The last stage of God's dealings with man in this age, uh, I think, are going to, is going to be a. We're going to be more and more and more. The people of God are going to be uh, prepared by God for God. Not we're going to see revival, but we're not being prepared for revival. We're that we may, but I mean, that's not our ultimate goal. We, we, we can see, uh, you know, from that Ephesians 3 verse, that knowing the height and the depth, the width and the breadth, that we might become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. That, that sense of his presence and his love, uh, I believe is what's coming. And I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm just encouraging everybody to uh, keep their focus. Don't get passive. If you get passive, 
ask God to forgive it, forgive you so that you're able to stay fresh and stay soft on the inside because the glory of God, we look to him. It says, the scripture says, they look to him and they were radiant. And I believe we're coming into the day of the radiance of God. Boy, that's good. Could you just pray over us, Francis? Lord, I thank you for my friends, for those listening. And I pray, God, that that people will hear the invitation, the upward call, that there's a voice that is calling. It's calling us to come closer. It's calling us. Lord, your word says that uh, if we draw near to you, that you will draw near to us. And Lord, I pray for each person, whether they're discouraged, whether they're fighting with fears or their past, Lord, I pray a new day would dawn upon them. And in that new day, they would find the love of God, the embrace of God, the hope and the power of God in their lives. Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you, you want to get a hold of this special resource, uh, The Shelter of the Most High. And when you read this book, you're going to long to spend time with the Lord. You're going to you're just going to be like, where can I go? And you can obviously go in your heart and you can pray, but you're going to want to find a quiet place just to get alone with the Lord and begin to deal with things in your heart and begin to just draw closer to him. That's what this book does. It, if you want to be closer to Jesus, closer than you've ever been in your life, this book will do that for you. And of course, Francis did an exclusive three CD set for us called Secrets of the Secret Place. And the beautiful thing about this CD set is Francis has been in the ministry and has known the Lord for years and years and years. And he's going to reveal some of the secrets that he has learned in the secret place. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest, Francis Frangipan. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special offer. Francis Frangipan wants to teach you how to live in God's presence and experiences protection, provision, and healing. In his book, The Shelter of the Most High, and brand new exclusive three CD set, Secrets of the Secret Place, you will learn how to live in a place of immunity from the enemy. Call now for Francis's book, The Shelter of the Most High, and his brand new exclusive three CD set, Secrets of the Secret Place, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447- 2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Francis's book, The Shelter in the Most High, and his brand new exclusive three CD set, Secrets of the Secret Place, offer number 95 for an investment of $35 U.S. Be sure to ask for offer number 9538. Once again, that's offer number 9538.